So I guess the 2020 election is going to be about, do you believe that life has value or not? Do you believe that the life of not an unborn child, we're not talking about unborn children here anymore, but life outside the womb, do you believe that life is worth protecting? Because we just had a bunch of Democrats who are running for president of the United States, who are running for the highest office in the land. We had a bunch of them vote to kill newborn infants who survive abortion, executing babies after birth, murder, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Kirsten Gillibrand, Kamala Harris, and Amy Klobuchar all voted against Senator Ben Sasse's Born Alive bill. All of them apparently don't think a life outside the womb is worth protecting if the mom, if she didn't want it in the first place. And this bill would have required that a healthcare practitioner do the same thing to preserve the life and health of a child as they would any other child. And the Democrats said, no, leave it to die. How is this? How is this okay? We live in a society where we praise survivors in every aspect of life, but when it comes to the most innocent of life, a young child, a baby, well then, it's garbage out back. And welcome to the White House Brief. I am your humble host, John Miller. You can remember, you can get White House Brief now as a podcast. Rate it, review it, and importantly, subscribe to it. All of that will make it rise above the other garbage in the iTunes store. But just want to be clear on this abortion stuff. It is not abortion that we're talking about. We're not talking about abortion in the womb. That is a separate argument. But right now, you can drop all of your, well, it's abortion. It's not a life yet. This is about women's health. You can drop all of that bullcrap because that's not what we're talking about here. We are talking about a born baby, a baby that is alive outside the womb. Yes, the woman, she tried to obliterate it, didn't work, she failed, and now that baby is born. So there's no way to construe this as, oh, it's part of the woman's body. How are you, how dare you violate her rights? It's not part of the woman's body anymore. It's a life on its own. And the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act would have required that any healthcare practitioner present at the time of a birth exercise the same degree of professional skill, care, and diligence to preserve the life and health of the child as a reasonably diligent and conscientious healthcare practitioner would render to any other child born alive at the same gestational age. That's it. If they don't, the bill asks for prison time for doctors who don't try to save the child's life. Here's Ben Sass explaining in his bill in more detail as Democrats screech how cruel and how anti-woman this is. This bill is not actually about anything that limits abortion. This bill doesn't have anything to do with Roe v. Wade. This bill's about something else. What this bill does is try to secure basic rights, equal rights for babies that are born and are outside the womb. That's what we're talking about. I mean, this, this should not be controversial. At all. And yet, in addition to all of the presidential candidates who voted against it, almost every other Democrat in the Senate voted against it as well. You want to know how many Democrat senators voted for it? Three. Three Democrats. Only three Democrats are against the notion that it is is okay to kill a baby. So the three who voted for it, thank you. Thank you, Joe Manchin. Thank you, Bob Casey. Thank you, Doug Jones. All of the other members of your party, all of them are monsters. Monsters. 
I'm, do I'm done playing the game of, well, you have to respect everyone's point of view. These are only people who just have a different point of view. Well, we're all still Americans. We can all still get along. No. If your worldview believes in killing innocent children, you are a monster. The president hit the nail on the head when he tweeted this, quote, This will be remembered as one of the most shocking votes in the history of Congress. If there is one thing we should all agree on, it is protecting the lives of innocent babies. The left is, of course, already trying to play their usual games of pretending this is about health care for the woman. No, it is not. Politico calling it an anti-abortion bill. Senate defeats anti-abortion bill. It's not an anti-abortion. It's giving a baby outside the womb medical care. Abortion didn't work. The abortion is over. Now we're talking about life. Here's more from Ben Sass on what this really means. Today's vote is about whether or not you want to take the side of people like Virginia's disgraced governor, Ralph Northam. Last month, before the news of his hideous yearbook broke, Governor Northam had made clear that a baby born alive during an abortion could and maybe ought to be killed if that's what the parents and the doctors decided they wanted to do after a debate. That was his position. He said you should make the baby comfortable and then there could be a discussion about whether or not you throw that little baby into the trash can. And apparently that is the position of the vast majority of Democrats. And in fact, anyone who thinks it should be illegal to throw that baby in the trash can, that they, anyone who believes that is a member of the far right, might as well be a Nazi. The legislation we're debating today is just the latest salvo in the far right wing assault on a woman's constitutionally protected right to an abortion. With all due respect to my colleague from Nebraska, who introduced this legislation, this bill is a solution in search of a problem. Contrary to what the proponents of this bill argue, it is and has always been a crime to harm or kill newborn babies. And people guilty of this crime can already be charged and prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Oh, is that right, Mrs. Hirono? A solution in search of a problem. The life of a baby is already covered in federal law. False. A similar bill in 2002 recognizes infants born alive as people, but it does not. It does not make it criminal for doctors to deny those infants the same care they would to any other baby at that same stage. As National Review writer Alexandra DeSanctis points out, quote, Sass's bill requires immediate medical care and transportation to a hospital. A solution in search of a problem, Hirono. Is it a problem for you that sometimes when babies survive abortion attempts, they are left alone by themselves in a cold room to die? I mean, on an issue that you guys are so passionate about, you should probably know the facts. But instead, you guys are so blinded by delusion that you really think this doesn't ever happen and that this bill is unnecessary. You want to know why? Because this bill blows open their notion that abortion is this cute, happy thing to defend a woman's freedom. Someone should show them the stories and stories and stories of doctors and nurses who used to provide abortions until one day it struck them that they were murdering babies. People like Dr. Leventino. Dr. Leventino was an abortion doctor at Albany Medical Center whose adopted daughter was killed a couple months shy of her sixth birthday in a car accident. Here's how he describes what happened when he went into work to perform abortions after that tragedy. And I don't remember exactly how long it was after my daughter died that I showed up at Albany Medical Center OR number nine to perform my first second trimester DNA abortion. I wasn't thinking of it as anything special. This was routine to me. Um, but I reached in, literally pulled out an arm or leg and 
got sick. You know, earlier on I described stacking up body parts on the side of the table. It's not to, you know, gross people out, to use a simple term. When you do an, an abortion, you need to keep inventory. You have to make sure you get two arms and two legs and all the pieces. If you don't, your patient's going to come back infected, bleeding, or dead. Um, so I soldiered on and finished that abortion. And I know it sounds, as I said, hard for people to believe, but I'm, I'm telling you straight up my experience. You know, after over 1,200 abortions, first and second trimester up to 24 weeks and all the rest of it, and being very dedicated to it, for the first time in my life, I really looked. I really looked at that pile of body parts on the side of the table. And I didn't see her wonderful right to choose, and I didn't see all the money I just made. All I could see was somebody's son or daughter. You know, I don't I don't love having to play such a graphic description, but that's this is the reality of it. I mean, this, this is what we're talking about. This is abortion. Abortion is not this clean procedure, as the Democrats want to make it sound, where a woman, you know, she goes in, she goes in pregnant and then comes out magically unpregnant. It's magic. It's not magic. It's murder. But by a miracle, sometimes babies survive that process. And the Democrats don't think it's necessary to give that baby any care after they already tried to butcher it once. Now, the other argument you keep hearing is that this is like putting a politician in the delivery room. Politicians should never be telling doctors how they should care for their patients. It should be up to the women and their families. And this is allowing politics and politicians to get in the way of that relationship. No. As Blaze TV's congressional correspondent Nate Madden says, this is not about putting politics in the middle of the doctor-patient relationship. This ensures that a doctor-patient relationship exists for the baby who just survived an abortion attempt. The question is that everyone needs to be asking themselves is, does life matter to you? Does life matter? If it does, there is no way in hell you could be in favor of blocking this bill. Now, the only, the only silver lining on this is that it makes it a real easy decision in 2020 for Americans. Do you vote? Do you vote for the party of child executioners or do you vote for the party that believes all men are created equal and all men are endowed with certain unalienable rights and chief among those rights is the right to life? A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.